Welcome to On the Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roden. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have University of Central Missouri's running back coach, Robert Beecham, with us. Welcome to the show, Coach. I hey, appreciate you guys having me. Super excited. Always want to support uh, West Tennessee roots. So, uh, always anything I can do to help. Thank you so much, Coach. How you doing today, man? Good, man. Just uh, we got done watching our girls' basketball team. They just won the region, so they're heading to the Elite Eight. We had a little had a little delay with a little thunder, a little thunder and tornado uh, warning going on, but they pulled out a nice little dub, kind of close, nail biter. But hey, that's what this time of year, right? Yeah, for sure. Congrats <laughs> to them. Yeah, congrats to them, man. It's March Madness, so yeah. we're all on the edge yeah, of our feet this month for our, our teams, especially. I think what's so awesome is, you know, they have such a, a young team. I think at the end of the game, there was four true freshmen on the court. Oh, wow. Girls. Yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, that's uh, exciting for the future for them, though. Speaks a lot to their coaching staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, future's yeah. bright for sure. Oh, I was absolutely. on the edge of I was on the edge of my seat for this Memphis Houston game. I Who ended up pulling that one out? Houston won by like four points. Uh, gotcha. It's the uh, so the Houston, the Houston. Uh, his the, his coach is actually from where I'm from in North Carolina. So small town USA. He's a, a Native American guy. He's got awesome roots back to North Carolina. And, man, oh, okay. he's, uh, he's done a done some good stuff out there in Houston. He's a, he's a great ball coach. Have you have you happened to meet him? I have not. No, he a little bit older than I am. I think he's I think he's sixties. I think. Um, yeah. But he's uh my uh so for undergrad I went to a school back home and uh in, in North Carolina UNC Pembroke and so he is from the town of Pembroke which is about twenty minutes from my hometown of Laurenburg North Carolina. You kind of see my flag over here. Can't really quite see it, but I give a always got a rep where you're I from. See the you white know, and okay. the red. Yeah, there's a little bit. You're, you're, rep- you're representing his school. It looks like. No, <laughs> yes, yeah, hey, North Carolina man, stay, stay true to your roots. But then I, you know, I know about you guys being Memphis area, and then I was uh, lucky enough to have an opportunity to go to grad school and play at uh, Bethel University in West yeah. Tennessee. So, yeah, I know. You guys. I know a lot of people that go there. Yeah, yeah it's a good little sure. school, man. It holds a special place in my heart for sure. All right, well, yeah, let's, like that. let's sort of get into the football transition. So, what got oh, you? Yeah, into, let's do it. What got you into the sport of playing football and, and loving it and so, wanting to stick to it? Man, I tell you, football, hands down, no, no doubt about it, is the best sport. Is the best sport in the world. Um, I, I am slightly biased, but I think <laughs> the beauty of football is that you know you have. 11 guys on the field, you know, 22 when you throw on the defense, you throw in a couple of specialists. Now, boom, you're sitting at 25 guys that, you know, are, are being major contributors and not including everyone that gets reps in a game. You know, you're traveling 60, 70 guys. And it's just, you know, when you when you think about just the amount of time that you put into football, meaning, you know, a, a Sunday to Friday, you do all this preparation, all this work, all this grinding, all this, all these different, you know, things for four quarters of football. Yeah. And so you think about the entire off season, you know, you play probably on average, what, 10, 11 games season. You do all this work, you do all these different things. And then boom, all of a sudden, everything you got, you know, you're running full speed at another grown man. He's running at you full speed. And then there's a, a mental aspect, a psychological aspect that just, it just makes it a beautiful, beautiful game and just a beautiful, beautiful, um, 
uh, just a just a family, a knit kind of a uh, just a culture. I think with football, whether you against the team or your rival or not, and I just I fell in love with that man. It's just getting to do that every day. It's a dream. Football, so did you play football great. as a kid or in your high school? Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, I got in. I actually was a I guess a late bloomer, so to speak. I started playing Parson Rec ball. Uh, sixth grade was my first year, and so you know seventh grade back home in North Carolina was the first year you could play middle school, and I didn't oh, even play middle school ball in seventh grade. Just uh, waited till eighth grade, and uh, it was a I was a weird combo. I was like a little bit bigger than everybody else. I was a quarterback and an O lineman, and so it was like a weird deal where it was like one year you were quarterback, one year you were O lineman, and end up playing getting kind of big and end up playing fullback. So I was able to do that in the high school, and um, we had a lot of success in high school, and then went to a program in North Carolina, UC Pembroke, and we had a. We uh, had a few down years. We had a really good season, too. Where we made the playoffs and uh, won a game in the Division II playoffs. And then at Bethel, you know, just had some luck there and put together a really good season. Conference champs, you know, um, all those different things. Played for um, a guy who was a, who was a West Tennessee guy as well. He's now the offensive coordinator at MTSU. Um, you know, Coach Dearman um, was lucky enough to play for him and kind of get some connections and learn ball through – the way he does it and the way he runs a system. So right. having those roots and just, uh, you know, just having being in, being blessed, you know, God's blessed me the opportunity where I've been in, been in successful programs, you know? And so um, I think anybody will tell you when you're, when you're in successful programs, it makes it a lot more fun. So you kind of oh, yeah. fall in love with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Football is definitely something you can fall in love with. And from what you've been saying that success that has definitely like helped that process. So when I was a, a freshman in high school, it's when I started playing tackle football for my high school in Memphis. And I played for about a season or two, and then I got hurt. So I didn't really want to come back. And so I kind of retired, but for, as you would say. Then I joined back as a student manager, and I worked as a coach's assistant for him okay. and ran errands for him. And I got – whenever a coach came, like Ed Orgeron, I got to meet him and take him to oh, – wow. I got to take him to the coach's office to meet meet him and introduce him to the guy he's recruiting. And so a lot of the big name college coaches came and I got to see him. I got That's to walk, awesome, man. I, I got to walk Kirby Smart to the office. I got to walk the Tennessee staff. I shook hands with Coach Pruitt and yeah. Coach Shaven came hey, as well. It's awesome. It's awesome deal. What high school did you go to in Memphis? I went to we both went to That's White Station High School. White Station. Yep. Very familiar with White Station. Our, uh, so actually our all conference um, running back last year is from Memphis. So okay. we, uh, we try to recruit Memphis and get some Who guys out of there. And Who was the running back? Call him DT. DT is what his name was. D Turner. Yep. So he's a Memphis guy, um, all conference guy. We had two all conference running backs. And so uh, it's just, man, we always try to, always try to steal some Memphis guys, man. I know everybody hits Memphis hard with recruiting. And so, um, but I always try to steal a few guys out of there, come up to Missouri and play for us. But oh, yeah, you yeah. could always you could always find some talent. There's here. a there's one or two where's one or two good football players. <laughs> there's, there's one or two. It's one of the cities you want to hit hard for sure. No, yeah. it's, it's a big sports city and big sports town. Yeah. We love our we love our basketball, but we also love our football as well yeah, as our barbecue. I'm sure you know about that. No <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, I'm up here. In, I'm up here around the Kansas City roots now. So I'm, I got, oh yeah. I've got a little uh, little restaurant lined up later this week to go up there and check it out. And I want to, because you know, North Carolina's got barbecue. Now it's vinegar yeah. based. Vinegar based. It's more 
pulled pork, but uh, you know, Memphis is, I thought Memphis was the ribs though. I thought Memphis was ribs. I'm more of a barbecue nachos. Barbecue nachos, huh? Hey, listen, man, y'all getting me hungry over here. (laughs) Y'all getting me hungry on here now. (laughs) That's all good. Here you go. Now, as as you had mentioned that you had played football, how would you say that has impacted your coaching along the way? Yeah, I tell you, um, I think that now that it puts you at an advantage, I guess, as a coach of playing it, because there's so many great coaches out there that didn't, you know, didn't play the state college football and all that. But I think for me, I just, you know, obviously I'm a younger coach in the game, you know, um, having, you know, just really kind of getting my foot in the door and kind of, you know, building relationships, you know, among the coaching, um, you know, fraternity, so to speak. But I think playing it, it just kind of maybe gives you a different perspective in a way. Um, not that it makes you any better. I think it just kind of maybe um, allows you to relate a little bit more easily, you know, kind of maybe uh, gives you a, an opportunity just to uh, see things and think about things from a different perspective. You know, like, it's just like in life, I think, you know, we can always relate it back to life is you always want to, you always want to be able to, you know, was it walk a mile in someone else's shoes, you know, kind of deal. And so I think it just kind of gives you maybe a little bit different perspective. But then at the same time, you know, you look at it for a guy that, um, you know, maybe didn't play, you know, it gives him a whole other perspective of an outsider looking in, you know, and yeah. that, that that perspective. Now that gives him, you know, not necessarily an advantage, but just a different viewpoint. So I think that, you know, that's just as a player, it just kind of and me is having played at, you know, two different colleges and, two different levels and two different states and two different systems. And so that whole thing, it just kind of gives you a different perspective on things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of what I'd say with that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. What separates like the running back position from every other position on the field that made you want to say, Hey, I want to be the running back coach. Oh, no doubt. So um, one of the beautiful things is, um, you know, we were the number one nation, uh, one number one offense in the nation um, season before I got here. Um, and so that obviously was, you know, awesome to be able to join a staff that had done that, uh, join you know, our head coach, who's, uh, Coach Coach Boda, who's been doing this forever and uh, has had tons of success. And um, I think being in a running back room, you know, there's a simplicity and there's an art to running back where, you know, you just you, you just it's a, it's it's more mental and you and you just really um, you get in a in a mental state of um, controlled chaos in a way of the sense of you know you want to be patient but at the same time you want to be you know pressing the issue you want to be calm but you also want to be violent and so it's kind of that there's that there's that um, there's that dynamic of you want to do two totally opposite things at the exact same time. And there's like an art and there's a beauty to it where you're sitting here and, you know, you're doing these two things that are so opposite and you're, but you're doing them as hard as you possibly can. And you're doing them at the same time, you know, you're under control, but you're also, you know, running someone over, you know, you're, you're, you're mixing finesse and power and you're missing the pass game and you're mixing, mixing the run game. And now you're blocking, now you're catching a pass. Now you're being dynamic in this way, but you're now you're being reserved in this other way. And so, you know, you just, you always see the term workhorse. And so it's just, you just constantly just bam, just being that guy. So I think yeah. that, I think that, uh, that's the beauty of the running back position, man. It's, and then, um, and then, you know, when you're able to do it and then do it well, it's really fun now. It's a fun, fun deal. 
uh, how would you say each position in the game, whether that be offense, defense, special teams, like each specific position, how would you say it's important to create a well-oiled football team? Yeah, so um, I think you can look at it and let's see the best way to do this. You probably can kind of uh, group it, so to speak, you know, in the football ter- you know, terms, you have your big guys, your mid, and then your skills. So, you know, you got your, your O-line, your D-line, the trenches, right? right. You have, you know, you're lining up and you're six inches from a guy that's 300 pounds that can run and is really strong. And so you're going, and then you have, that's just the nucleus of just grit and just so little, um, so few accolades, but um, you know, just that, that blue collar kind of attitude that just kind of builds off of everything. Right. And so there's just that, there's this, that trench mentality of just grind, 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 and just, I'm going to, I'm going to wear you down. So you have that mentality, right? So boom, you have those guys that lead in that way. And then you have you know, your mids, you know, your running backs, your fullbacks, your tight ends, your linebackers, right? Um, all those different guys, you know, like that. And based on what scheme you're running. And so you kind of have them where it's a mix of, you know, those are usually, you know, guys that are, um, you know, making calls and making checks and being vocal, but they're also flying around, you know, but they're, they're having a mix of uh, a little bit of the back end stuff where you're past covering a little bit of fitting down in there. And so they kind of have just that nucleus feel where it's almost like everything just kind of, it just kind of sticks around them, you know, and then you have all your guys on the edge. You have your guys that are just doing things that, that are explosive. Right. So you got your, you know, your wide receivers, your corners that are getting picks, you know, your safeties that are driving down and, and, and making big tackles and your running backs and your quarterbacks doing these things. So I think there's just you know, those three dynamics, yeah. right. Of, you know, you have like going back, you got your big boys doing their deal, doing, doing the grit, doing the hard work, doing, doing the nasty stuff. And you got that, that, that second tier, that second level of guys that are just kind of the nucleus of, you know, they're like the vocal, but they're also flying around and, and doing all these different things. And you got your guys on the outside that are, you know, doing, you know, making your crazy catches and making your explosive things that, that get the fans going crazy. So when you combine all three of those things, it's just, it's just art, you know, there's just a beauty to it where it's just, you're firing at all cylinders and then bam, 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 here we go. Well, yeah. what would you have to say your favorite memory as a coach has been that you have made up to where you are now? Man, I'll tell you, um, is it's going to be a, it's a tough one. Um, I'd say right now, um, kind of a weird uh, deal with COVID and everything going on, been limited as far as game experience, right? Um but man, I tell you, just sitting um, I've, on my on my phone on my on my lock screen, you kind of can see it in the back back there. But there's a it's a screenshot, and it's um it's a letter that I sent out when I when I when I was finishing playing. I sent this letter out, man, to daggum every coach in the freaking country. I feel like, and it was just me introducing myself and uh, just you know asking for an opportunity just the opportunity to, to coach and it's kind of the, it's, you know, the lock screen on my phone. So every day I see it and it's like, Hey dude, you know, you asked for this opportunity and you've been given it. And so the best moment for me as a coach was just that when I finally realized that, Hey man, someone is trusting you to impact people's lives. And so when, when you're entrusted with that responsibility of it's so much bigger than football, it's there's somebody out there that believes in you enough that they are allowing and hiring you to come into their program, facilitate, lead, manage, and grow young men. That for me was the moment when I was like, man, like, okay, this is worth it. This is, 
this is this is why we're doing this. This is what you do as a coach, and this is this is your why. And so for me, so far that's kind of been my moment. I think um, you know when we have a, a real big senior day or something like that, and I kind of have that relationship with those guys when you know when I'm able to hug them and see them graduate and uh, be fathers and, and be employees and employers and things like that. I think that will probably uh, be the next big thing for me. But until then, you know, I think I'm just gonna really hold on to that moment as of right now. Yeah. Um, you kind of already alluded to it in like your last part of the question, but I, I did want to ask, would you say that you've had like one specific interaction or like relationship or like one player that has impacted you the most as a coach? Oh, that's tough. I'd say um, in a vague way. Um, I think just um, when um, I remember going back to when everything was going on in the world with, um, you know, the, the all the racial uh, injustices and all the police brutality going on. Yeah. Looking back at that, I was at a school. I was at um, Harding University in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Seriously. I was coaching there. Uh, awesome school, man. Um, you know, Nothing, nothing but positive and awesome things to say about them. And I was coaching receivers and I was just, uh, I was actually on the way home uh, back to North Carolina. And one of my, one of my receivers called me and, um, and, and I think, you know, I probably could pull up the text and just reminisce on it, but we just were able to talk about life, man. And, and his life as an African-American in this country, you know, my life as a white guy in this country. And we were able to, openly talk and discuss just about life and had absolutely nothing to do with football. And it was just, it just puts things into perspective, you know, about whether or not you agree with this, whether or not you think about that, any of that good stuff like that. When you are able to connect only, the only reason that we had a connection was because of football. You know, the only reason that he and I ever met, and we were able to actually sit down and open our hearts and our minds and our eyes to each other and listen and just talk about that. Man, that was cool right there. Now, looking back on it, you know, where we're just you're able to just get, be given perspective. And I think that's a beautiful thing that everybody can um, gain in life is just perspective about everything. Right. And so yeah. I'd say that's definitely been a cool, cool moment right there. Yeah, that's well, what it's all about. That's man. definitely about family. You're originally new to Central Missouri football. About how was your time at North Alabama? That's where yeah. I met you at, and that's where we first yep. got in contact at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I obviously was aware. We actually played North Alabama um, when they were Division Two uh, when I was at UNC Pembroke, and so I was very familiar. They're a very dominant Division Two program, had a lot of success. They're uh, transitioning to FCS right now. I want to say you have one more uh, season of competition, and then it'll be – a championship eligible, but um, just mutual guy, knew a guy there, had an opening, got got on, and man, I tell you, super thankful for that, my time there. Those uh, coaches, man, I have relationships. It actually gave me an opportunity to go over to the defensive side of the ball. I was working specifically with the defensive line, um, and so being able to like we just talked about perspective, right? Bam, here we go. I'm going back to defense now, and eyes have been open to that whole world, and so um, 
you know, my time there was awesome. Uh, we were able to get four games in last fall. I was able to travel, you know, go out, and we we played some big-time opponents. You know, we played Southern Miss. We played BYU. We were able to play, you know, in-state rival at Jacksonville State. You know, we were able to go back home and play, you know, Coach Freeze and his guys at Liberty. And so, those are just, you know, that's four opportunities that many people just don't get in life. And so, when they're able to, you know, be exposed to that kind of competition, at an early level, I think that it was they did nothing but positive things for um, just me and my trajectory and what I want to accomplish. And uh, just I've been experienced my relationship with those guys. I learned a ton, learned a ton about football, learned a ton about relationships, learned a ton about just how to how to be a guy, you know, in a system that just loves, you know, loves on his guys, but is just able to coach ball. So nothing but nothing but positive things about those guys there, man. Awesome guys. And I think they're going to do some good stuff here in the next few years. And I mean, those are all great names you've you've listed against the teams you've played, like BYU with Zach Wilson, who's a top pick in this year's NFL draft. And then at Liberty, you've got Hugh Freeze, who's a great coach to learn from. And just watch his team play, like yeah, absolutely. Who he coached at Ole Miss, and now he's coaching at Liberty, yep. who just I believe had a great one of the great seasons in yeah, they beat Coastal Carolina. Yeah. yeah, they beat Coastal absolutely, and and so you just that's how you kind of learn, I would say, by when you play absolutely. Liberty, when you go underneath underneath these good names and you learn, even if you don't win, like the outcome you want, you can still learn yeah, how to absolutely. Play how to face them and come back the next time against them. I've learned, I'll tell you, man, in my short coaching experience, I've learned more from losses than I think I'll ever learn from winning. You know, you learn, you learn so much more just from the struggle than you, it seems like you ever will just from, you know, have, you know, blowing a team out or just, you know, having a, those games where, you know, everything's on the line or you just get blown out and you just you don't show up to play for some reason. You just learn so much about yourself and you learn, you know, are there holes in your scheme? Are there holes in your culture or, or anything like that? You just you're able to self-evaluate and it just gives you a different, you know, different way of looking at it. And so it really op- gives you opportunities to find ways to get better for sure. Yeah. So what it's all about, man. I mean, you always got to learn. And it also helps you learn about who how your team is. I mean, if they get like down and out and they don't even want to play anymore, then that's one thing. But if they still like compete and keep doing what they're doing, then it definitely shows you got some resilient guys. 100%. No doubt about it. And, you know, I've been blessed here, man. We got, you know, I'm obviously stepping into a great situation. We have a new offensive coordinator coming from Morningside, um, an NAI program that's, you know, dominated NAI football and put up, you know, uh, you know, Madden like numbers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and so been able to, you know, jump on staff with them and still having our head coach who's offensive minded guy that's been doing it forever. So when able to jump in with them, it's just like, hey, let me just come in here and not uh, not fix what's not broken. You know, let me just kind of let me just kind of ease on in and uh, learn from these guys and then just get everybody rolling and be, be a be a positive, be a positive energy. Yeah, for sure. Listening to listening to you just talk about your football stories has me so hyped for this season. I can't wait for football. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Y'all, uh, y'all send us some Memphis. Y'all send us some Memphis guys up this way, man. We're always gonna <laughs> always looking for ballers who want to come play for the Mules. Now there you go. I, I know a couple going up to play for you this upcoming year. Some yeah, of my, some of my friends. I don't know if I can name drop them, but 
Yeah, I don't know. If we can, I don't know if we can do that or not. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. email from NCAA, but yeah, yeah, we, man, we've got a few people coming up from Memphis. We've had some guys um, commit, and so we're really excited about them. We're really excited about uh, just our relationship that we have with the West Tennessee area. But um, you know, it's it's been good for us, and we're always going to recruit it, and we're always going to hit it hard, and it's been good to us. So hey, why not keep till the till the well runs dry? But I don't think it will. So. How's your time now at Central Missouri? You're newly on staff. It's good, man. I tell you, a um, couple months in, in, couple months in, uh, been uh, in the playbook hard. Been in um, kind of our, our what we call our core values here. You kind of see them up yeah. behind me. Um, fate is kind of you know. Uh, family accountability, toughness, and execution—kind of four pillars of what we live by. And so, uh, really embracing that, getting in the playbook, and then uh, just getting on the same you know staff as our board, and finding out you know what what is the most I can possibly do. You know, uh, you know I don't need sleep. You know, I get I get I get bored sleeping. You know, I can come up here and grind and do stuff like that. And um, we're starting spring ball next week when we get back from spring breaks. So we'll be hitting it. You know, three days a week on the field, three days a week in the weight room, and uh, getting after it. And it's a it's a grinding time, but hey, we're excited about it. And so finding that, you know, I'm getting excited now. I was just sitting here thinking about it, put pads on again. Uh, it's just, it seems like it's been so long with COVID, man. Um, just kind of throwing a wrench in everything, but I think there's just going to be a big anticipation for our, our guys are itching to get out there, man. And it's great because there's kind of that nervous anxiousness in a way of like, golly, man, let's get this thing going. And yeah. so I think that um, we're going to get them, you know, they're coming into office every day, trying to find ways to get better, wanting to get an extra 20 minutes of film in, stuff like that. And that just excites you as a coach, man. When your guys are hungry, um, you hear Nick Saban talk about it all the time, his quote with, you know, about your your best people on your team being your best players. And so when you have that happen, it's exciting, man, and we're excited for sure. Yeah. You actually brought up a good point that I didn't even think about. Like this coming up season or like whenever COVID is like kind of in the past, hopefully this coming up season. But hey, knock um, on wood, knock on yeah, wood, knock, man. Knock on wood for sure. But this, you brought up a good point that this is this could be like one of the best seasons of football that we've seen in the past. Because I mean, a lot of these guys are just itching to get back out there, so you know they're going to be playing high intensity, oh, high absolutely. value football. Absolutely, so fun to watch. Pads will be popping, guys will be flying <laughs> around. Uh, and, and I tell you, the the, the, the underappreciated aspect of um, you know, college football, man, as man, these stadiums are going to be packed out every single, you know, you know, if the, if the capacity is, you know, 75%, they're going to try to find a way to get 76%. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be packed out. And so um, I, I think that's real exciting, man, to think about, you know, we open uh, on a Thursday night against a cross state, uh, out of state rival with Pitt state. They're coming here on a Thursday night. Um, they're, you know, they're a traditionally very successful program. We've had success. And so those two, us two button heads, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting, man. We're just excited about it. Excited for the opportunity. And I, I think when we're just, you know, you don't want to look ahead, but Kylie, man, you just, you just, you get that itch, man. Like yeah. you got to cure that itch. <laughs> yeah. So, I can I can hear how excited you are to get back out 100%, there. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. It's going to be awesome. You know, awesome season. I think there's just so much anticipation, man. So much anticipation. We're jacked up about it. Well, Coach oh, yeah. Beecham, we definitely enjoy having you on this episode with us and talk about oh, yeah. football with the. No doubt, we man. definitely learned, learned some things. But is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we before we wrap it up today? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Hey, just want to, one, you know, giving a shout out to you guys being a, you know, a, you know, s- small podcast on its way up. Right. And so I think, you know, something I talk about all my, you know, all the time with my guys and, and in life, um, you can ask my running backs. I, I tell them all the time. There's only, if you want to fix one thing in life, just give it effort. Effort fixes everything. Effort fixes relationships. Effort fixes uh, your weight room. Effort fixes your program. Effort fixes everything. If you just try harder, and I just I feel you know through and through, I just I feel like you will have you will find success. You will find um, solutions by giving effort. So you know, shout out to you guys. One for just continually you know grinding and finding you know awesome uh, people to get on your podcast in a in an awesome area with Memphis, but at the same time and just. So, you know, we're always looking for guys now, um, you know, y'all on Twitter at coach underscore RB3. Y'all follow me and send me your film. I love watching film. I love watching high school guys. I was the same way, man. I had one scholarship offer out of high school. And um, so, you know, you just never know what um, what that one follow, what that one message, what that one anything or anything like that will just do. It opens doors, it open avenue, open avenue for me. And so you just never know that one person. You only get one time to make a first impression. So there you go. It just takes one. And so it's uh, it's actually a funny funny story that I, when I applied for this um, when I applied for this position, I emailed the offensive coordinator, and for some reason, my email actually went to his spam. And uh, by the grace of God, I was scrolling. I, I, this is a true story. I will. He'll tell you this too. He'll tell you this true. This is so true. I was scrolling through Twitter and I was, I'm going to go follow him, you know, just to see, boom, he followed me right back. And I messaged him and I said, Hey coach, um, my name's Robert Beecham. So-and-so I just want you to know that I applied for the running back coach's position, da, 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 this and that. He responded and said, man, it's a good thing you messaged me because I went and checked my email and your email went to my spam. And so the one, you know, that one message of me email uh, sending him on Twitter and him just seeing it was the difference between me being here or not. And so, you know, the, hey, I will, the, I will always tell that story that one, you ask for an opportunity, you better be ready for it. And so, but you never know till you try. And so there that's kind of that's what, I, what I like to live by. So, yeah. Shout you out got to me guys, hyped man. now. You yeah, got me yeah. hyped now. I'm wondering. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. Keep doing what you're doing for sure. We well, appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coach Vision, for coming on. Thank you so much. Yep. Reach out anytime. I'll see you guys. All right. See you, man. Yeah. Yeah, but it was great though. Nah, well, it was a great opportunity having Coach Beecham on. I enjoyed getting Manny hyped me up some. Yeah, you want to run through a brick wall now? <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing all that, but I can't wait for football. There you nah, go. You know, the slogan, <laughs> you know the slogan where it's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. This week is NFL free agency, and so it looks like there's been a lot of big names that have already came out. Maybe some surprising shockers might come out throughout the week, maybe even next week. But this episode will be out Monday. Uh, I believe it'll be the 22nd or yes, it will. So for those of y'all listening, this was previously recorded on March the 15th, 15th on the Monday prior to Wednesday's official free agency start date. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm your host, Robert Roden. And I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time. On the prowl with the boys, yeah we swoop, yeah we swoop, and we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the coop, and this shit so fucking hard, it's on loop, it's on loop.